where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skill team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Alongside Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. 65780 is the Air Comfort Service text line. If you want to get some questions in, we'll get to questions and answers coming up here in just about 10 minutes or so. But right now, let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by Blues Insider for NHL.com. He is Lou Korak joining us here on the show. Lou, always appreciate the time, man. Glad it wasn't a busy time for you. How you doing today, my friend? I don't know what's going on, guys. Anyway, is there anything going on right now? Or what? Nine players on waivers, <laughs> officially announcing the Mike Hoffman one-year $4 million deal. Not too bad. Not a bad day for the St. Louis Blues. Uh, let's start, though, with what you saw last night, Lou. My buddy, Alex Ferrario, said after the scrimmage last night, his biggest takeaway was that it is officially time for the Jordan Cairo hype train to begin. He said, "It's Cairo looks like he's ready to shine. What did you see from Jordan Cairo last night? What have you seen from him so far in camp? Is it time for the Jordan Cairo hype train, in your opinion? Get on board, Lou. I'm on board. I'm on, I'm on board the Ferrari train here. I think he, <laughs> he hit this one. He hit this one right on the head. Yeah, he was he was dynamite last night. I mean, the two goals that he scored. I mean, just the first one right off the bat. You know, where he gets a a nice feed from Zach Sanford. And I think that's going to be key with you know two of the younger guys and. I guess you say Sanford is a younger guy, but, you know, he's 26 years old now, so he's a guy that, you know, can kind of get into this uh, young veteran role, I guess I guess to say, because he's going to be one of the ones perhaps grooming Cairo along here uh, with Tyler Bozak, who, you know, we can't under, underestimate and underscore what he's done. But that first goal that he scored, I mean, just taking that pass in, in such tight quarters there and to be able to stick handle his way in and be able to snap a goal off was pretty good. And then – you know, to get off the one-timer last night for those that were able to watch the game on YouTube, I mean, that was another one where, you know, Bozak kind of finds that little soft, you know, quiet area there where he's just got a split second to think, am I going to shoot this or am I going to take, you know, just take it and try to make a play? And he gets it off his stick as quick as he gets it. And, I mean, just goes top shelf on Jordan Bennington. I mean, we all know what his offensive instincts are. Uh, it's just, uh, and Craig Berube even mentioned it, just – getting that competitiveness out of him. Uh, how are they going to be able to do that? And I think, I think he's been able to take advantage of the fact that they've placed this trust, you know, upon him and he's running away with it right now. I mean, cause I'm going to tell you what Sammy Blay looked really good last night too. And uh, this is a guy that, you know, really he's battling for that third line role with. And uh, you know, if I'm Sammy Blay, yeah, I've got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, but I just think that it goes to show you the depth on the hockey team right now that, there's probably going to be nights where 
there are guys that could be in, in the 20 man roster uh, in the lineup for other teams uh, on a nightly basis. But for the St. Louis blues right now, it's going to be hard to crack. And uh, I just think it's going to keep guys not necessarily looking over their shoulder, but it's going to keep them on their toes that, you know, they're going to have to perform if they're going to stay in this lineup. And right now that's, uh, I know it's cliche, but that's a good problem for the coaching staff to have. Well, and you mentioned his name, Lou. You and I were talking about him, Sammy Blay. Before Jordan Cairo scored the goal, Sammy Blay was the one player that stuck out into me and to you. This is the yeah. best thing that can happen for the Blues because this is internal competition. You got Blay and Cairo fighting for spots. You got a couple of guys who are fighting for a fourth line position, which we've seen on waivers today and Nathan Walker and a Curtis McKenzie. And then you got the defensive internal competition with Jake Wallman and Nico Mikola. A lot of guys right now, Lou, are pining for a roster spot, and I think Craig Berube loves this. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the couple of the guys that you mentioned there, too, yeah, I mean, Wallman was another one that, you know, we thought played really well last night, too. But these are decisions right now, and, you know, with the Blues trying to be cap compliant here, you've got a couple of guys that were probably penciled in on the opening night roster with – McEachern and uh, Jacob Delarose, and we'll see what happens with these guys that, uh, you know, could be playing for somebody else tomorrow if they're claimed on waivers and Jake Wallman being another one, you know, he's, he's another one that's trying to uh, show the organization that he belongs. And, uh, you know, I think that just goes to show you what they feel about uh, Nico Mikola right now. And Craig Berube is not hidden from the fact that he likes his, he's liked his camp. He's liked him since he's been here and, you know, they gave him an opportunity to play in some games last year and thought he handled that very well. So that internal competition, Alex, that you bring up is uh, right now really shining on this team. And it's it's a good problem to have, like I said before, because uh, it's going to keep guys polished. It's going to keep them sharp. It's going to keep them on their toes because they know that if there's a slip up there, there's somebody else that's ready, willing, and able, they can jump into the lineup and they're not going to miss a beat. Blues Insider for NHL.com. Lou Korak joining us here on the show. You can follow him on Twitter, at LKorak10. And if you do, you saw, I think this was on Friday, if I'm not mistaken, you tweeted out those comments from Craig Berube about him wanting to rotate some of the younger defensemen in with the older veterans, talking about Wallman, Mikula, and Perunovic. And I wanted to ask you about this, Lou, because... It's interesting to me the way that the team is going to handle this condensed schedule. I mean, if you just look at it over the next week, starting on Wednesday, they will play two games against Colorado and two more games against San Jose, four games in seven days right off of the bat. You're going to need that depth. You're going to have to rotate some of these guys in. How do you think they go about doing that, though? What do you think the game plan would be for those those three in particular, the young defensemen, to be able to see playing time throughout the season? Well, like you said, and you know, it's it's a condensed schedule, and you know, knock on wood, it would be in a perfect world. You're not going to be dealing with injuries, but you know, that's those things are unexpected, but they do pop up, so it's going to be good to have that depth. But I think with a, when you're talking about a guy like Perunovic, I would think that they would want to maybe get him to the AHL level just to get him playing games because that's another thing that this coaching staff has had to really watch out for is who they want to keep on this taxi squad right now. And uh, you can keep anywhere from four to six players there, uh, you know, at your disposal. But I, I would tend to think that it's not going to necessarily be any of the younger guys just because they want them playing games instead of sitting. So it, I think a lot of it's going to just be on matchups. It's good. That's going to dictate what, what they're going to want to do. I mean, you've got Carl Gunnarsson right now, who's probably your seventh defenseman. And 
here's a guy who scored a game-winning goal in the Stanley Cup final about a year and a half ago. So, you know, your top seven right now is pretty well set. Uh, but again, you, you can't you can't avoid the injury bug, and that that's gonna that's gonna play into effect here. So it's really gonna be interesting to how they handle that. I really think that if there's anybody that they're gonna want to rotate into the lineup, perhaps if they get that opportunity, is a guy like Mikula, because I'm telling you, he's he's played well at this level and the small sample size that he's been given. And I just think that this is a guy that's quietly ready to jump into any role that that they give him. Uh, that that's just kind of the demeanor and the attitude that he has. But as far as the Perunovic is concerned, I haven't seen, a t- you know, you, you try to watch so many, there's 40 guys in camp right now, so you can't keep your eye on everybody, but right. uh, he's handled himself well, but I would tend to think that he's going to be a guy that they're going to want to get some games in and just get him ready. And there's no better way to do that than to play in the A right now. Lou, another guy that stuck out to me last night, and you've seen him throughout campus, Ville Husso. And I know this is a guy that a lot of people have questions about, but last night alone on the scrimmage, I mean, he didn't see the most stacked lineup. Well, I guess because he had the stacked lineup on his team. But Ville Husso didn't allow a goal last night and saw a lot of shots. Are you seeing progression from this guy and what you need to see from somebody who's going to be in an accelerated role this season? I think so. And, you know, even though the shot volume maybe wasn't there last night, I thought that he had some, there were some great A scoring chances that he had to face. And uh, you could just, you could see that he's ready for this opportunity. And uh, those questions are going to continue to be there. But listen, you know, you're going to need two goalies this year more than any year because there's going to be a lot of back to back games. There's the, you know, we had already touched on it. The schedule is condensed. So he's going to get in there. And, this is his opportunity, and uh, if, guys, if you think about this, when they called up Jordan Bennington, uh, what was that, uh, that Jan- January 7th when he made his debut back in, what, 20, 2019? I'm yeah. losing track of time here. They all meshed together, um, Lou. Yeah, that was going to be actually, if Billy Huso wasn't hurt, that was going to be his opportunity. So I'm kind of interested uh, how this is going to play out because these are two guys that were kind of jockeying for that spot and it wound up being Bennington, and, you know, all the rest is history. We Thank know God what he, happened. Thank God it was Bennington, Lou. <laughs> exactly. And But, I mean, I don't want to say that he's playing with a chip on his shoulder either, but I think he's playing with something to prove here because, you know, like you said, Alex, there's, uh, there's going to be those question marks of can he handle this situation because, you know, he doesn't have that NHL experience. The only time he's really ever played has been in a couple of exhibition games, and that's been it. But – they're going to have to rely on him. And if, and if he's a guy that can get you in that, I don't know, 18 to 20 points in the games that he plays, and you kind of – I'm sure the coaching staff has a, a rough estimate in mind of how many games they want him to play. But if you can get 18 to 20 points out of him in the games that he plays, I think you're going to have a fantastic year here. He's Lou Korak. Find his work over on NHL.com where he is the Blues Insider. You can follow him on Twitter as well, at LKorak10. Lou we are so, so close to officially making it to the start of the NHL season. Can't wait to follow along as you get through this season. All the best, man. We look forward to talking with you again soon as we get some Blues hockey back into our lives. Always a pleasure talking to you, boys. Have a good one. Absolutely. That's Luke Korak joining us here on 101 ESP.